back to Crimes from the East. I'm your host, Pia, and with me is Alex. What are you now, Alex? You used to be Alex the Bard. Now I'm the, yeah, I'm the nomadic bard. That sounds really pretentious, though. I'm just, yeah, kind of a semi-homeless person or something. A homeless person with a home. Hey, you don't say homeless anymore. The term is unhoused. Unhoused. That's true. Mm-hmm. Sorry, y'all. So remember that episode we did about the Sri Lankan volleyball team and we were talking about illegal immigrants and stuff? So the term for that is undocumented immigrants. Undocumented. Yes. That's better. I like yeah, it. Yeah, that is much better. And I apologize. I, I think I said the term illegal alien or illegal immigrant or whatever a couple times. And I now realize that was insensitive. Um, anyway, today we're doing masala news. We've had so many serious episodes and stories and cases. And I'm like, okay, we need a little refresher. We need a breather. So let's go ahead with some silly news that you really don't need to know, but probably will enjoy listening to. I feel like what we're going for is the opposite of a palate cleanser. Our palate is all... It's too rich. It's too rich, so we need just, we need some sumph. Let's muddy again. our palates. <laughs> well, I know we have a couple of really fun stories lined up for everyone. You know, for all of you Biden lovers out there in India and South Asia and the world beyond, this one's for you. For those who aren't aware, Biden has famously said at an event in 2013 that he had distant relatives in India. This is an article Ooh. coming from Business Today, India edition. Um, and it turns out that the Bidens, not the American ones, the Indians, mm -hmm. have indeed been residing in Maharashtra's Nagpur since 1873. What? Believe it or not. This is a real thing. <laughs> um, the president-elect had said after becoming senator in 1972 that he had received word from the Bidens in India. And that's how he learned that his great, 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 great grandfather worked in the bum -ba -dum, East India Trading Company. Oh, no. No. I, yeah, Yikes. that's a bit of, So let's think Yikes. about this again. Uh, the letter was written by Nagpur-based Leslie Biden, whose grandchildren continue to live in the city. Wow. So did we just find out <laughs> that the American president, Mr. Biden, Mr. Joe Biden, is the great, 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 great grandchild of a colonial white devil? I mean, one of many, I'm sure. <laughs> okay. Well, it's not his fault, but... Uh, it's uh, probably a, an unspoken requirement of the post. <laughs> you know, leader of the free world, free off the backs of slaves and stolen and exported goods. Oh, boy. Uh, we're just kidding. By the way, I actually looked up before we recorded, if we can joke about the U.S. president. Oh, yeah, I'm worried already. Oh, is this okay? <laughs> They're going to take my passport. I'm pretty sure if you do this in India or Pakistan or any other South Asian country, you will be arrested. <laughs> you will 100% be arrested. Krishna bless America. It's not Joe Biden's fault that his great, 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 great grandfather was a total jerk. 
Yeah. And also, it's a huge family. I'm looking at the picture. There's like, uh, there's like, I don't know, like a hundred people. This is great. Yeah. Well, all the best to the Bidens. I'm sure they're very proud. Yeah, this article has a photo of a, a, a Biden family wedding in Maharashtra. Wow. Sweet. I mean, like uh, we heard in um, skits from Goodness Gracious Me, everything ends up being Indian anyway, right? You can point to anything in this world and go, that's Indian. Well, we can do that with our American president now. Well, and vice president. Indian. And vice president. Indian. Take it over. Uh, This is all fun and games, okay, people? Don't take it too seriously. Okay. Is it my turn? Do I get to go? Yes, please. Well, I have the next installment of our jungle news. Ooh, we need like... (laughs) Jumanji drums. We absolutely need it because it's relevant to the story. Too bad I don't have a tabla. I can do something like... Or the dholak. You know, I used to play that in school, the dholak. Really? I could see you being just a (laughs) noisemaker. So in Indian schools, most Indian schools, there is like an assembly early in the morning before classes start. And that assembly involves a lot of singing. Some are devotional, like religious kind of songs. And then some are just fun songs. I studied in KV schools, which are government schools. Mm -hmm. And we had a lot of singing in the assembly. So I used to sing. I used to play the dholak, the harmonium. Amazing. Uh, Pair of tongs with like bells on it. Ching, 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 ching. It's like the easiest thing to play. It's called a chimta. Awesome. Do you have any footage of this? I want to see a recital. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God no one had cell phones back then. I feel like if we put that up on our Patreon, we'd, we'd get, could get some new patron saints. It wasn't that glamorous. It was just me in in the back, like being like, oh, I don't really want to be here, but fine, I'll do it if I have to. Um, I don't know if I've told this story on the show before, and I don't know why I'm about to tell it right now because it's pretty embarrassing. But when I was in college in upstate New York, I had to take like a classical Indian dance class. Ooh. The teacher was this grumpy old lady, Indian lady. And she was teaching us Kathak. Ooh, nice. Yeah. But basically, long story short, during the final recital that we had to do, mm-hmm. you had we had to wrap our ankles with bells mm-hmm. so that all of our footsteps would make a nice sound. One of my bells fell off <gasps> mid-dance, oh, and no. there's video footage of me trying to shake it off like loose toilet paper from my foot and keep dancing. <laughs> They won't notice. Make it a step. (laughs) It's a step. This is a new step. At least you tried. You know, that's what matters. I was trying to connect to my culture, Pia. Yeah, you did it well. (laughs) (laughs) Why I started talking about drums and beats and whatnot. Jungle news. As per news.abplive.com, in Odisha, 24 elephants dozed off after drinking country liquor. And forest officials had to beat drums to wake them up. That redefines the jungle book scene. Again, these animals and alcohol. What the hell? What the hell is going on? No one had to live. According to the villagers living near Shilipada Cashew Forest. Oh, yummy. 
all the jumbos, including nine tuskers, six females, and nine calves, were sleeping near the place where mahua flowers were kept in pots. Villagers in Odisha's Keonjar district prepare a traditional liquor called mahua, and they were in for a shock when they saw a herd of 24 elephants lying on the ground in deep sleep after consuming all of their liquor. What's it made out of? Sugarcane or? It's made from fermenting mahua flowers. Mahua is a tree, actually. Mahua. Ah. Mahua flowers are fermented mahua. in pots and they're turned into country liquor. And these these tuskers, these elephants were like, thanks, buddy. Party time. It's Friday. That's some good flower juice. <laughs> and they had to beat drums to wake them up. They're like, these goddamn elephants. Get off our lawn! <laughs> the elephants are like, please, no. Do you see how big my ears are? Look at this elephant. Oh my god. <laughs> it's all curled up. Looks cozy. Don't wake me up. I need to drink this off. I wonder if they're filled with regret and remorse the next morning. They're like, I'm never drinking again. <laughs> not doing that. I'm not 21 right. anymore. What's a elephant hangover like? Hilarious. And you know, this isn't like unique to Odisha or India for that matter. I've heard of various animals, including elephants, getting drunk off of marula flowers, which is why that skincare brand is called Drunk Elephant. Oh, interesting. I never knew. Um, yeah. This is not an ad. It's just a fun tidbit. Are they any good? I've seen it. I just... Meh. I mean, it doesn't suit me. I'm a sucker for packaging. They just haven't sold me on it. Yeah, good package, but it doesn't suit me. I don't use it. I, I've started using some nice, like, Ayurvedic stuff. That's good for your skin, too. Very expensive. Oh, because yeah. a lot of the creams have to be, like, you formulate the cream and you keep it in the moonlight for, like, a week or something oh, to absorb yeah. the light of the moon and I'm like okay sure whatever <laughs> whatever I, I um I saw this thing where if you put mushrooms out in the sun for 20 minutes they mm -hmm. absorb like 10 times the daily yeah 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 we talked about value. it in the last episode oh yeah I'm Alex, obsessed with it <laughs> I think you've hit the mushrooms a bit too hard <laughs> I wish we've done this before this has happened before well, it's just that like soaking it in the sunlight idea. I love it. It's so ridiculous, but it's gotta be well, soaking it in the moonlight though. That's gonna take a lot longer. It's not like you have <laughs> full moonlight every day. Uh, well, as for these elephants, the villagers tried to wake them by poking and prodding them and screaming, but they <laughs> failed. After which they informed the forest department. Why were they trying to move them? Just let them sleep it off. Like, what's the problem? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they were too close to the village or something. Probably. Who cares? They're elephants. They're asleep. Yeah. I don't want to, like, wake up a drunk elephant. I feel like that's the more dangerous scenario. <laughs> or a hungover elephant all pissed off. That elephant's going to wake up like, oh, I need some toast, some tea. They're, you know where they're going to go? Straight to the village. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, anyway, the forest department came over, came up with a bright idea of beating drums to wake 
the elephants. They finally did get up. And went deep inside the forest. Okay. Well, I guess that's a happy ending. <laughs> they, they, they had some kind of walk of shame. <laughs> <laughs> you know, elephants want to have fun too. Leave them alone. Alex, do you have any uh, animal tales? Yeah, let's get to doggy dog dog news. Doggy dog. This is a very cute story, but it kind of makes me feel bad about myself as well. Oh, what happened? If I'm honest. A darkened family Mm -hmm. throws birthday party for pet dog and invites 350 guests. Oh, what? You know, like I am a 30 year old adult human being and my last birthday party featured probably eight people. (laughs) I had my (gasps) birthday. And I had just my husband, my mom, and my daughter. <laughs> Three people. That's it. Okay, so clearly we have some, like, popularity issues compared to this dog. Also, I got married in India, and I didn't even have 350 guests at my wedding. There were maybe, like, 120 people max. So this That's dog. Good, right? I don't know. Wow. Living the life. But it is such a cute idea. I love the way this article starts, though. I can't tell if they're being judgmental or if this is just a matter-of-fact statement. This is coming from ABP Mm -hmm. News. People who keep pets are emotionally attached to them and treat them as one of their family members. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So basically, this story is about a video gone viral Mm -hmm. of a family from Jharkhand seen celebrating their pet dog's birthday with great quote-unquote pomp and show Aww. the party held in loyabad area of Dhanbad was for the pet dog whose name is aksar and it was attended by close to 350 guests who were invited through printed invitation cards <gasps> the birthday boy was dressed in a suit worth 4500 rupees holy shit that's like 60 dollars oh my god and he got, he had a good haul on the present front too. Fifty five dollars. So yeah, not too far off. That suit is worth for dog dollars for a dog. <laughs> um, people brought gifts, including three gold lockets. <gasps> people brought him gold. What is this? Some oh. god dog? Oh my god. Um, and arti was also performed. So that's like a. A ceremony. Yeah, like uh, an auspicious beginning to any ceremony. Like you just give thanks to your gods and whatnot. So you got the whole shebang. This is like a wedding. This is pretty much like a wedding. A cake cutting ceremony afterwards. So he got a... Not only was there a ceremony, but there was a cake. Obviously. I wonder if the dog got to eat any of the cake. If there was like a dog-friendly version of the cake. Because obviously the cake is for the 350 guests, I would hope. Look at that cake. It's not cheap. It's a big hunk of cake. Oh, yeah. It's a big block cake. They've got printed pictures of that dog on that cake. Like edible pictures. Yeah. (laughs) So that's not cheap. Who is this family? They must be like such amazing people. The dog is probably kind of stressed out. That's a lot of people. Oh. I hope not, but... Look at his little suit. Look at the video. Look at the Twitter video. And the people, the guests at this birthday party are decked out. They're wearing, like, yeah, fancy... full regalia. Saris and 
all their best jewelry. They've got their makeup done at the salon, hair done at the hair salon. They've spent some change on this party. Um, here's my hot take about it. Yeah. I would rather this sort of an event for a dog than for a human. <laughs> and I just like that more and more people are having dogs instead of children. Kids. Yeah. Like, I approve of everyone who has a child, and I like your child, for example, and most of the children that I know, but I'm always going to give props to someone who is just like, nah. I think that is the way going forward. Not for me. We don't need more kids. We need more more animals taken care of. So my theory is, okay, I'm going to be like the devil's advocate. I'm going to do like the good and bad, okay? Maybe this family is like really, really nice and they love their dogs so much and they have the means to celebrate it. And they're like, you know what? Let's do this. Times yeah. are hard. People are sad or depressed, whatever. The pandemic's been hard. Recession's hitting, blah, blah. Let's just... Take this time to celebrate our little buddy here and add some joy to our community. And so they had this big blowout, which is amazing. Or, 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 <laughs> I'm so excited for the evil conspiracy that I hope you have coming. It's not evil, it's commonplace. Maybe they had like a bunch of black money that they needed to burn off. Blow. <laughs> They want to put it on the books. We spent like one crore. We we spent one crore <laughs> on this party. We don't need to pay taxes now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I like that. I'm sure that's that's not it. I'm just kidding. Come on. These are these are obviously nice people. And uh, you know what? If reincarnation's real, make me this dog in my next <laughs> life. As long as there's dog friendly cake. Yeah. That's a really sweet story, Alex. Yeah, I, I like that. The world is kind of going down the toilet figuratively. Um, and also maybe literally because my <laughs> next story <laughs> is about a toilet. Flush. And it's not even like a regular toilet. It's a communal toilet. Oh. In the literal sense. Okay, let me show you what I mean. I'm thinking the Roman style with the, the stick, the wiping stick. You know what? It's almost exactly like oh that. Where oh. you just had rows and rows of holes in the wall where you, everyone just sits next to each other. I wish I were that not shy about pooping. <laughs> Look at this, Alex. Oh, no. <laughs> you, you know what's good about this design? <laughs> what is it? You have a support there. If you ever have a balancing issue. Okay, Alex, you want to describe this picture? These are two squatting toilets that are just just so close together. Like you could literally be squatting arm in arm with your buddy. So the title of this article from, again, ABP Live, bringing us all the good, important news in the country. <laughs> Thank you. Says, ABP. Photo of public toilets without partition in Uttar Pradesh, Basti, goes viral. Now, in most of Asia, squatting toilets are common. I believe even in Japan, they're the norm. Yeah. So you don't just sit on a chair-type toilet. You have to squat all the way down and do your business in a little hole, I guess, in it. This is so good, by the way, for all your joints and your muscles and it keeps you healthy 
I think this is the like proper position for the the act. It's their natural position. You know, all these people buying squatty potties squatty for like $50. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just rip your toilet out, yo. <laughs> yeah, this is one of my dreams. Like if we ever like build our own home, I'm putting one of these in there. <laughs> really? You prefer it? I I love it. Of course, my body can't take it anymore. I don't think I can squat. But well, you know, I've seen some that have like a handlebar in front, so you just like mm. hold on to the handlebar and you squat down, and you have that you can sort of just sort of like lean back. The trains have bars, handlebars <laughs> to, to hold on to. <laughs> Indian railway toilets. You don't need. You just hang on, let it all go, let it go. <laughs> That used to be such a scary thing when we used to travel by train and we had to use the Indian style toilet because the other one was busy or occupied or whatever. And we had to go into this thing and the train's just like shaking and bumping and going like crazy. And you're like sitting there at the verge of toppling over and falling into all that dirty toilet water on the ground. I mean, I've definitely been on a train before where it literally, like, was just a hole onto the tracks. Yes, that's what it is. You just go onto the tracks. And you can look You can look down and see the tracks. Quite the view. Ugh, yuck. It's, it's almost like you go into a trance if you keep looking. You're like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it was quite an experience using the toilet in the train. So, anyway... India is actually the number one country for open defecation in the world, which means people just poop out in the open. Well, not everyone, obviously, but most people in rural communities just prefer to go out in the fields. Do they prefer or is it like they don't actually have access sometimes? They don't want toilets in their homes because it's like a dirty thing. They don't want something unsanitary or dirty as perceived by them, in their home where they have gods and it's a sacred space and whatnot. They don't want it near their home. Yeah. They just prefer to go out in the fields because now you don't have to clean anything, right? You don't have to clean toilets. The government has spent like $30 billion over the last decade to try and fix this problem. They actually pay people to build toilets. So each family that doesn't have one at home is given like 12,000 rupees to go build one. Wow. Uh, Not everyone actually builds it. They take the money and just uh, use it up for something else. And if local officials are handed that task of building the toilets, I'm sure more more often than not, they're also just pocketing the money and making garbage, like useless, cheap, unusable toilets like the one you're seeing in this picture. Oh, my God. So they can say on paper, oh, yeah, we built them, but nobody uses it. Because just look at this. How would you use this toilet? (laughs) (laughs) And this article says this community center toilet doesn't even have doors due to which people don't use it. It's in a community center? Just what, like in the middle of the center? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) So not only does it not have partitions, there are no doors either. What? So it's just like a closet? It's an open toilet. Oh, my God. And by the way, just look at it. It's not even cemented into the floor. Yeah. Like, so they put the fixture. There's like a ceramic toilet fixture, the squatting version. 
and they like tried to put it into the floor, but they didn't make sure that it was sealed. So you have just like an open like gap all around the fixture looking into the abyss of hell, basically. I bet if you put one foot on this, you're going to fall right into the septic tank. Right. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why? So did they get fined? Did they like what happened? When they discovered, when the news <laughs> got out that this toilet... After the matter came to light, the district panchayat raj officer, Namrata Sharan, sent a notice to the concerned officer asking why the toilet enclosures didn't have doors or partitions. Yeah. She said the toilet would be fixed soon and she herself would visit the place to investigate the condition of the toilet. I wonder if she'll, like, test it out. Right. Visit. Visit. <laughs> <laughs> to kind of say it's good but who thought that this was a good like who literally it must be what you described happening had to spend the money had to do the thing did it in the cheapest most like not gonna be usable way to pocket the rest of the money <laughs> yeah but then they could have just put one toilet why two somebody drunk did the elephants do this twitter users are having a ball with this one user says, Wah, kitna sukoon milta hoga ye apne saathidaar ke saath baith kar vartalap karte huye. Which means it must be so nice to sit there and do your business talking to your friends <laughs> right beside you. <laughs> like I said, I wish I had that kind of confidence. And you know what we need more in this world? Some friendship. Yeah, we need a bond. So let's not... Totally rule this out. This might be the place where you make new friends, like lasting friendships. Yeah, I have a feeling this might someday be seen as like one of the progressive moments in the history of the world. We broke down the barriers between the toilets. We broke down the barriers between each other. You will spew nothing but the truth when you're at your most vulnerable. <laughs> Oh, I don't want to talk about spewing on the toilet. <laughs> Make some truly lasting uh, friendships. So, yeah, don't rule this out, people. I know what I'm doing with my guest room. <laughs> with my guest bathroom. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Alex, let's move on to your uh, next story. Well, Pia, you know, the Christian holiday season might be coming to a close. But I have a story so that that whatever it's called cheer can ring through a little longer. Nice. This is coming from Yamu, an article entitled The 15 Weirdest Sri Lankan Things That Happened. What happened in Sri Lanka? Sri Lanka, for any listener who doesn't know, has a... Is it a strong or is it actually a dominant Christian established Christian communities in Sri Lanka and mm -hmm. a recent Christmas carol session organized by the Archdiocese of Colombo mm -hmm. featured lyrics in its little caroling booklet Yeah, from Tupac's Hail Mary. <laughs> what? So instead of the actual Hail Mary hymn, <laughs> it was Tupac's. They had Tupac's version of it. Refrains of Tupac's angelic chorus is what the article describes it as, which I think is amazing. Machiavelli in this. It's Illuminati. 
Kiluminati all through your body. I'm going to try and say it in like a Christmas carol-y. Okay. Machiavellian disc. Kiluminati all through your body. The blows like a 12-gauge shoddy. Oh, feel me. <laughs> it's Christmas time. Bow down, pray to God's hoping that he's listening. Seeing triggers coming for me. Oh, this is embarrassing. If this is what the carol books are like, I'm starting to feel... This is my kind of Christmas caroling. Very religious all of a sudden. <laughs> Let's see. I ain't a killer, but don't push me. Revenge is like the sweetest joy next to getting something. That is not, I don't think, of the Christian spirit. Um. Yeah, I just think that's amazing. So they had Tupac's Hail Mary instead of... The Hail Mary. The Hail of Mary. Whatever the Hail Mary is. Run with me. Hail Mary. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just that story. I used to actually sing in the choir in school, in high school, Christmas cantatas. And we used to go to different churches and sing hymns and carols and stuff. And I loved it. It was all, you know, religious Christian hymns. With the occasional Tupac song. So, yeah, I can just imagine if we bust out <laughs> singing Tupac at one of those things. Okay, I got another story with you to continue on <laughs> the theme that I picked up earlier. More party party news. <laughs> More Sundas news. No, no, but this one is serious. It's kind of funny, but also kind of sad. I mean, I feel bad for the victim. I'm reading straight off of the New York Post. So this story really touched... Every country possible. Made a splash. Oh, I'm so sorry. Ex-Wells Fargo vice president Shankar Mishra arrested for peeing on passenger during Air India flight. Oh, my God. Oh, the hell. Okay, you, I'm sharing. Okay, look at his face. I mean, if he got arrested, that must have mean that it was on purpose. Not an accident. Shankar Mishra, the former Wells Fargo executive fired by the bank after he urinated on an elderly woman while intoxicated during an Air India flight in November. Oh, he was no. arrested in New Delhi, according to Indian me media reports. I think the flight was from like New York to New Delhi or something like that. And this guy who's a resident of Mumbai tried to evade authorities after he got off the flight, like for days. He switched his phone off. And he was using auto rickshaws to get around instead of using Uber or whatever. Local law enforcement officials were finally able to track him down at 3.30 a.m. after he made a credit card purchase in Bangalore, which gave away his location. Now, I have got to say... Blew it. Excellent police work. And why were they so hot on the case? I don't know. <laughs> There's so yeah. many like murders, assaults, kidnappings, and corruption cases that are pending. But no, we got to catch the super ultra rich pee pee boy for peeing on Amu. Yeah, it baffles me. I'm glad he was caught. He deserves to be charged. Absolutely deserves to be charged. I don't want to be gross, but I, I want details. What was, what was the scenario? Was she in the toilet and taking too long no, and he's like no, no, no. barged really in bad. and peed? Mm -mm. What happened? 
he faces charges of committing an obscene act in a public place, assault or criminal force to a woman with intent to outrage her modesty and misconduct in public by a drunken person. He's going to be charged with all of these beautiful things. Damn. Nice. So his 72-year-old victim actually sent a complaint letter to the executive at Air India because they really didn't do anything to help her. What? When this they happened. They should go so, to jail too. Yeah. The woman alleged in her letter that during a November 26th flight from New York to New Delhi, a male business class passenger walked to my seat completely inebriated. He unzipped his pants <gasps> and urinated on me and kept standing there until the person sitting next to me tapped him and told him to go back to his seat, at which point he staggered back to his seat, the woman wrote. What the actual F. After her clothes were soaked in urine, she was <gasps> offered airline pajamas and socks, but she criticized the way in which Air India staff handled her co- complaint. She wrote that they refused her request to switch seats, even though there were open spots available in first class. Now that is some bullshit. That's that's messed up awful it's like she's being punished for what was done to her i just don't understand how in a a plane full of people someone can just walk up and fully urinate on you without anyone stepping in without a flight attendant noticing if if i was sitting next to this old lady and i saw that happen i would start screaming like a triggered reaction natural so like how I would just punch him in the dick first. First of all, how do you react in this situation, honestly? The poor lady was offered a small crew seat used by airline staff where she sat for two hours. So they wouldn't even let her sit on like any of the other empty seats. To her horror, the airline crew asked her to return to her urine-soaked seat, Mm. which they just covered with a sheet. No... What the actual hell? Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, Air India, I hope this is a nice little piece of publicity for you. Well, I know where, where I'm not flying. <laughs> I know yeah, what airlines exactly. I'm not flying on ever. Yeah. PP Airline. PP Airlines. The woman was outraged further because staff ignored her request to not see the man who peed on her. Like, they didn't even move him away. Like, he was oh sitting God. in a seat right by her. So it's a long flight, right? So in a couple hours, the man sobered up and then approached her again, breaking down in tears and apologizing. He then begged her not to file a complaint so as to spare his family. Think about the children, the family. Oh, why didn't you think about it when you took your out and peed on her? Yeah, Jesus Christ. This man needs to like be put in diapers, I think. Put this man back in diapers. I'm potty training my kid. I'll give you some tips <laughs> if you need they it. They make them in adult sizes. Ah, oh, this man is so disgusting. So this poor woman was made to first be victim to this horrific incident, mm-hmm. then treated by the crew even worse. Yeah, awful. And there were other empty seats which they didn't let her sit in. I don't see why. I don't see why. I think there's a phrase about how the the worst cruelty is from negligence. Mm. And it just sounds like some people who clearly just didn't care about their jobs or about being, you know, breathing, feeling human beings 
in the world. Either they were really stupid or they were really afraid of being reprimanded by their superiors or something. Maybe they had no idea how to react to it, which is yeah, which is a scary thought. Like they should know how to be able to handle this situation. Right. Clearly they did not. That's going in the next year's training manual, I guess. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, there'll be a whole chapter on how to, how to handle BP incidents. <laughs> the worst thing is they even refuse to reimburse her ticket price and That's refuse crazy. to have her clothes dry cleaned. <gasps> oh, my God. What, did they just give it to her in a plastic bag to take home with her? Yeah. Oh. Okay, f*** them. Officially, yeah. This is not looking good. I mean, Shankar Mishra is the idiot in the story but air india is an accomplice i feel they're almost worse because they weren't drunk they were fully sober and they did all of this hopefully it's only after the victim's son-in-law sent a complaint to air india did they finally reimburse the ticket like weeks later campbell wilson the ceo of air india's parent company which is the tata group Mm-hmm. Which is actually a very trusted company. Right. That just happened in the last year or two, right? That they purchased. Yes, they acquired it. Yeah. So he issued a statement apologizing for the airline's conduct. And they announced that the company had laid off the pilot and four crew members involved in the accident. Good. I am in favor of that Good. move. Yeah. If they couldn't even show some human decency, mm-hmm. they have no business being Mm. stewards of people trapped in your steel bus up in the air. Yeah. This is really terrible. Shankar Mishra, you go pee on your own friends or family, whatever. Stop peeing on people. This guy was probably high on a bunch of things, at least alcohol that we know of. You know, these high-flying execs. We've seen Wolf of Wall Street. Do you think he was marking his territory or what? That photo they got of him is pretty perfect, too. He looks like a kid. Yeah. Stay away, everyone. If you see this guy on the train, just run away. Yeah. (laughs) Or open up an umbrella or something, just in case. For real. Um, And also, I would really rather sit next to Charles Sobraj, the mass murderer, than this guy on a plane. At least you'll probably leave the plane with your clothes on and dry. And I hear he's a really good conversationalist, so oh, he's no. have a good time compared to this dum-dum. Yeah, honestly. Oh, so. yuck. You know what? The perfect punishment for him might yeah. be to make him, for the rest of his life, have to use those toilets <laughs> the ones in no that doors. community center with no doors. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds perfect. For real. Uh, Alex, do you have another one? Or are we all done? I think that's it for me today. I feel spiced <laughs> and 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 savory, so I'm ready for our next unsavory situation. Serious business. Although I'm hoping that we're going to do a not really spooky, but something magical soon. Oh, you're almost done with your writing? Yeah. Almost is a very relative sort of word, you know. But okay, okay. Soon, Alex is working on a story. I want to do it while it's cold in certain parts of the world, mm. just to stay on like a cold theme. When are you? You're going on holiday, right? So maybe after. So by the time this is out, I will be on vacation. Ooh. We're getting out the country. We're gonna see a lot of beaches. 
Nice. And after three years, we're finally taking a vacation. I think because of the pandemic and just how crazy everything's been, we haven't gone anywhere out of the country or even more than like a couple hundred miles away from yeah, home. So this is our great. first vacation. The first time my kid's going to get on a plane. Oh. So we'll see how it goes. <laughs> Good luck. One thing I can assure you, she will not be peeing on anyone. <laughs> okay. Luchi knows better. Even my three-year-old knows mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. wrong. Um, anyway, those were all our useless news stories for Masala News. You can stick around to see what else we have for you in store. And join us again for another episode of Crimes from the East. Your Desi True Crime Podcast with a little Masala, masala. and Spice.